What's up? This is Miss Chris. Don't forget the dollar sign. And you are now tuning in to the Chris Papichulo Miller podcast. Papichulo! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. This is the Chris Papichulo Miller podcast. And yes, man, I'm Chris Papichulo Miller. What up? Listen, man, the episodes just keep getting better and better and better i've been having women asking to be on my podcast to tell their size and to give their stories so this episode i came with it i brought my first couple of females on my podcast one's a lover and one's a serial dater and i attacked them right away no warm-up and they held it down i allowed them to speak their piece for all their fellow friends co-workers sisters aunties grandmothers mothers you name it i also had mr lover lover aka michael bailey up here who's happily married now but well known all through our va so let's just say we had a well diversified view on everything you know the perfect balance because then there's me you know i'd be trying to settle down but the streets be calling me they be calling me and i may like you one day and the next day i'm calling it quits dang but listen man since you got your phone out, follow my IG, my Instagram, at ChrisPeriodMiller underscore underscore. Send me some suggestions, topics, share my podcast with your friends, and let me know if somebody you would want to hear on a future podcast episode. All right, man, I'm talking too much. Let's get straight to it. Episode 15 of the Chris Papichula Miller Podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, this episode is probably the most special one to date because... I got Mr. Lover Lover, Michael Bailey, who I've known since junior high school. And I have the first two females I've ever had on my podcast, my little cousins, Samik and Janice. What's up, man? Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) What's up, man? I'm happy to be on here. How y'all doing? Go ahead and let everybody know where y'all from and, you know, what y'all name is and all that. All right, ladies first. Alright, so listen, man, I wanted to get you guys up here because, Mike, man, you introduced me to a white side of America that I didn't know existed. <laughs> and also because you told me you're a lover, but <laughs> for I've had more than one person up here that told me they learned the game from you, which was very interesting. So I wanted to get you on here. Then Janice, you a true lover, man. You fight hard for relationships. And during the interview I did, you said female's point of view needs to be heard on my podcast. So we got to hear this. And then the two females up here, y'all are complete opposites. So it balances everything out. Samik, you're not so much for the relationships. You're more of the player type. However... Since we are on air, I got to keep it all the way 100 with you, right? Now, I've heard the term of playette or playerette or whatever, you know, used for females, but that's not too commonly used or whatever. Like, it's basically a person that dates more than one dude or is messing with more than one dude or whatever, right? But that's not too commonly called or the, the phrase that women are too commonly known by. It's either you either a hoe or a prostitute, right? But you're my cousin, so I can't do you like that. I call you a player. You know, you're my cousin. So <laughs> how do you classify yourself? 
I classify myself as an independent woman who is not in a committed relationship to anyone but herself and anyone who decides to come into my life and date me and see who I am as a person and see if we get to know each other as a person like that to see if I want to fuck with you long term. That's what that is. Otherwise, it's just me, you know, exploring. Man, that's a good answer right there. That sounds like some Lori Harvey prep answer right there. <laughs> You learned the game from Lori Harvey, yo? <laughs> you learned the game from Lori Harvey? Um, I mean, she's... I'm not saying I learned the game from her, but, you know, she's a great example of what dating in you, when you're young looks like. You don't have to sit and be in a committed relationship and deal with shit from people if you don't feel like doing it. Like, to me, every nigga that's been in my face, I don't feel like dealing with them on a day-to-day basis. So I wouldn't put myself in that predicament, and she didn't either until she finds people that she wants to be around long-term like that. Yeah. So how how do you feel like you going, you listen to, like, Boosie just did an interview with Vlad TV, and he's like, yeah, I see, like, Michael B. Jordan is somebody that, like, that's somebody that I would see her with. And Vlad is like, why? Because he's, like, not a hood or street dude. He's like, nah, like, that's just somebody I see her with. And Lori Harvey has this bad perception across the dudes, like, she's been through the game. How do you, how would you take it if people looked at you that same way, being that you are, like, a, a female player? Okay, let's be very clear on the first aspect of this. What people say doesn't matter. That's why he said three things about Lori Harvey on his page and she's responded to none. Probably looked at none, doesn't care about none because it's not about what other people think and how other people want you to live your life. It's basically you being you in the different stages of your life. I wasn't the same person I was when I was 16 and dating and 18 and dating and 20 and dating. So it's just kind of like... She had different niggas for different seasons. She was public about it. Most yeah. of these niggas EAs so that they don't have to disclose every bitch that they fucked. And mind you, a lot of times with dating people, just because you're dating them doesn't mean you're fucking them. If you're dating multiple te- people at one time, that does not mean that you're fucking multiple yeah. people at one time. That's because true. Because it's not when you when it's about something bigger. Yeah, that's true. Because when they always say that Lori Harvey messed with these dudes, it's like, how do you know that she actually slept with them? But I want to know how you guys think about this, especially you, Sami. Are women naturally shysty people or do they learn the game from niggas and become shysty? I'm going to need a moment to ponder that. I'll pass for a second. I want to speak on that. Because to me, for a fact, women are very caring and loving creatures. So for someone to kind of give that affection out to someone and they not receive reciprocate the same energy or anything like that, then we just turn into, you know what, like, fuck you and watch. Because when the next person comes, well, it messes up sometimes because when the next person comes along, sometimes he might be like, like the great cup of tea for you. Mm-hmm. But then you have to kind of fill that person out to see whether he's like that or not. But if he is like that, then it's like, all right, I'm going to play the game too because I'm not going to get played over the fact that you want to do what you want to do and I have to just sit here and obey you. No. Are you dumb? (laughs) 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 Idiots. Must be. Mike, how you feel? Man, my opinion is like, I don't believe females are shysty. I I believe females do things in a different way, in a different demeanor. Then men, like, like, don't just be real, men, we just, we just sloppy with ours. Most of the time, if we care, we care. If we don't, we don't. So, we're more blunt, you know what I mean, with our shit. 
females, I feel like it's not necessarily being shisey. It's just like, you know what I mean? They ain't got the time for it. You know what I mean? If they can go around it and they ain't got to deal with your hassle or whatever, then they going to do that. But one thing I will say, if you do, for the most part, I mean, the female that I deal with, I mean, if you catch them on their bullshit, they will admit to it. You know what I mean? They will say, okay, nigga, yeah, so what's up? Like, and those are the females I really fuck with just because, you know, like, like she said earlier, like, she just... She's just a person in relationships, not saying that she's fucking with everybody. She just, you know, she kicking it, she cooling it. So, no, I don't feel like females can be chasty, honestly. I don't really feel like it's in the nature, you know, for the most part. But it but, is some. Um, but it is scientifically proven that women do cheat more than men. They're just not caught as much. Bro, that's a dumbass stat, bro. Those type of stats I hate. I hate those fucking stats, bro. Like, who the fuck come up? Bro, those are like those dumbass stats. Like, be like, my fucking Giannis, number seven, he's number two, and having like 10 assists, 10 rebounds. Yeah, I hate those stats, too. That Those stats I hate. Bro, that's like one of those stats, bro. Niggas cheat. Females cheat. Everybody cheat. It's just one of those things. And, like, it ain't necessarily got to be sexual it ain't gotta be, you know what I mean? It can be mental, it can be, but, bro, we all do it because we human, you know what I mean? We all think about it. I don't fuck with nobody say, bro. You can ask Michelle Obama, I guarantee you, there's somebody <laughs> other than Michelle, other than Barack that she probably fucking fantasize about, you know what I mean? And I mean, yeah. technically, that's a form of cheating, though, right? Even if it's in your head, right? Yeah. But I don't know. But if you're saying Michelle Obama, that's a female, so that would that would pick up on the point that women can be naturally shysty. Cause I think I think Bruh. I think women can be. I think they are. It just takes that dude to bring it out of them. But everybody can be shysty. I mean, everybody can be everything technically. But shysty, I mean, I don't know. I looked up the definition of shysty just cause the poo shysty, the fucking rapper. <laughs> what I do fuck with him though. Yeah. And, I mean, shysty is more like a, technically it is, I ain't gonna really speak on the Webster Dictionary, but yeah, technically it is sneaky. Yeah, women can be more sneaky, that's just because they, they know more, bro, because they're smarter than us. Like, let's just be real, women are smarter than men. So that's picking up the point that they're naturally shysty then, right? But sometimes they're not even being shysty, bro. Sometimes like, that should be blatant in our face and we don't see reciprocating the energy that's given to us like we're not gonna like literally just be that way like if you generally want to fuck with me like then i'm I'm gonna be down for you but if you're not then later for you yeah bye i'd be feeling like that's the vibe that the females be on 2021 for the most part like i don't think it's gonna i don't know especially with the with the black females like i do that i come across with like everybody's even i be talking to going on some strong shit so on all some real shit too like they tell you what the fuck it is it be the niggas that be low-key being bitches about it and let me keep it a buck with you maybe the niggas would be confused and don't know what the fuck they want to do with their life because Females because they want. well that's because men as a man you don't have it set in stage of how you want things so like men they don't know that they want to be married by 25 have kids by 28 and you know living in this crib in the suburbs on the hill by 30 women have it plotted like that men want to get their bread right and then do what they want to do first run the run game or whatever do first then they get everything aligned women have it plotted out first I feel like, I'm just saying, because I feel like 
yeah, you say you want to work towards that bread, get that money, whatever, whatever. But at the same time, you know, your head is still on the fact that you want you want some in the process of it. So you going to get to whatever come your way. And that's how y'all see it. And it's like, really? But if you find somebody and they're going to sit there and give you that and also work with you and build with you at that same time, why wouldn't you go for that? If she's supporting you 100%. Because man, like uh, fuck with that heavy hell yeah support. Because you don't know who's real for you, who's not. Like a snake gonna be a snake, right? But a snake could be camouflage. A snake can change colors. Nigga, that's a motherfucking snake. Nigga, that's a goddamn. <laughs> what that goddamn? My son would know what the fuck that shit. An iguala reptile. Yeah. So yeah, like you could, you could. But I feel you though. I do feel you though. Snakes can be really, really shiesty. I guess you could say. Okay, I wanted to bring the Webster in there because deceitful and untrustworthy. That's what being. That's why I can't fuck with saying a female shiesty. We are not actually by nature deceitful. We'll be deceitful in our feelings and in how. Did you just look this up? What are you looking at? <laughs> she had to, bro. She, she, she's looking it up. <laughs> that's a real, that's a real fucking stat for you, Chris. And I know motherfucking forty-five percent of women cheat. That's a real stat, a Webster dictionary stat, factual. <laughs> and I just can't, I can't call women untrustworthy, bro. Just because a lot of my mothers, and I know the only untrustworthy shit I think my mother would do would be like lying to the police for me, you know? Not saying that she would have to or some shit. Oh. But I mean, that's for real, for real, the only untrustworthy thing I think of a female <laughs> to do. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, I know there's some fucked up people out there in general, bro. But like, bro, I don't know. The world be fucked up on the internet, but we really be forgetting, like, bro, there's some good ass people out there. But, um,. But it is the same tokens, fucked up people, bro. That's why I stay off World Star, bro. That's just that should be fucking World Star. So Samik, finish it. Finish. You gave the de- the definition, but finish your explanation of why women, I guess, learn it from learn the game from niggas, and they're not naturally shysty. They're not naturally shysty because, like you were saying, in order for someone to want to be that, and mind you, if it takes a lot to break somebody to that point where they step out of themselves and lower themselves to be deceitful and to be untrustworthy and to cheat back on a nigga or to try and cheat first because he's already not giving, um, because he's not already not giving her his time or not showing affection the way she's asking. Like women cheat for different reasons and they don't cheat in the same manner as just, oh, she just going for sex. Like women would cheat just for attention. Like just to hear a nigga like listen about her day type shit. You feel me? So there's levels to the shit. And like, to be honest, if a nigga is that dense that he just doesn't want to take care of a woman and just wants to put somebody through something, that woman's gonna feel hurt. She's gonna go seek what she's missing in that relationship somewhere else. But because she's who she is, she might stay or she might just try and play it off, you know? But, but a true. girl a girl will cheat on a dude for no reason. Like even on my last episode, my man Darian said his first love, his girl cheated on him with his best friend. Like, that's some shisty stuff right there. Your best friend, that's dirty, though. And then a girl will cheat on... (laughs) A girl will cheat on a man just to get in a better predicament. Let me me say something. 
Then let me just speak right quick on fucking Darian Grant, okay? And this shit just crazy because like, bro, we talking about high school, like, bro. If a nigga, if a nigga best friend, nigga, fuck the female, nigga. Why your best friend <laughs> cool enough to be fucking your girl, nigga? Fuck all that. That's the part. Why niggas, you know? Yeah, like that. So, and I'm not like side with females. I'm just old enough now, and it's like, bruh, pussy is pussy and dick is dick. I guess I don't know what dick is, cause you know, but pussy is pussy. So sex is sex. Your nut is your nut. You gonna get that shit regardless. But I realize like. Relationships are more so piggybacking on why, like, females learn the game from men. It's not that they learn the game, it's just they adapt to the dumb shit that we do. You know what I'm saying? Like, everybody adapts the shit. So, most of the time, a man just naturally, you know, he's the alpha, not all the time, but he's the alpha in the household. So, what you gonna do? You gonna follow suit. So, that nigga start doing dumb shit, okay? Dumb shit, you do dumb shit. Like I tell my son, you do dumb shit, you get dumb results. I tell that nigga that every day. So <laughs> that's how they fucking treat that nigga. Oh, you want to go out to whatever? All right, I'm going to take extra time, extra long over there talking to my girl while you thinking I'm doing whatever else. So it's just they do what we do only because we put them in that situation at times. For some. So I, I got a question based on what you just said. Some people, some females will cheat and be like, Nah, like that wasn't like I'm not emotionally attached to that man. Like that was just a quick dick or whatever. A dude will cheat for that same instance, but then there's also sometimes where a girl will cheat because they'll feel like the man didn't give him no attention or no play, or whatever. How do y'all feel about that? I'm gonna tell you right now, for a fact, most women they give you the signs. They be right there in your face, and it be several <laughs> times that they tell you that in your face, and you still do not get it. And it's like. Bro, how many times I gotta tell you this? Like, really? You want me to show you? I, and do it. That's that's thank all. Thank you. I'm now right. I gotta show you in order for you to sit there and get it through your head that, like, yo, I need you there, like, for that support or whatever it is. Like, that's the whole point of it. It's not even just the fact of, oh, we cheating just to get something out of it necessarily. It's the point of, I want this from you. I'm telling you this. And you're still not hearing it. As you speaking like somebody that's been going through it right now. <laughs> I can't like say, I feel that shit. Bro. I, I know, right? I'm, I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm trying. Fuck, we just met. I don't know what else to do. <laughs> Had me feel like I'm doing something wrong. <laughs> I'm not crying. I'm not crying. Fuck, it's just nigga fault. Like, fuck. But no, real shit though. Like, that's some... That's some real ass shit though, like, from everything you said to the team, like, I fucking, like, yeah. He feel, he feel he, he's in agreement with it. How do you feel, Sami? No, most definitely. Like, females aren't, I don't know, man. Completely everything that Johnisa said was right, but in the cases where women do just, you know, cheat just to cheat, those are special cases, but like Chinese was saying, the majority of women, when you like look at it as a whole, they're not out to try and do some shit like that unless they're not getting what they're asking you. And when women are blatantly asking you for some shit, that's because she done already subliminally told you it. 
and and ask you nicely about it. So when she come in your face and say it to you multiple times and you still don't do it, then that's a I gotta show you moment. You feel me? Why 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 gotta be subliminal though? Why can't you just come straight out and say it? Cause that's what the problem. Like, huh? Then you, why you not do this? No, 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 no. I'm saying no, no. I'm not saying you. I'm not saying dudes, Mike. I'm saying she just said you know girls will come out and subliminally yeah, say it. Okay. When I say when I say niggas, everybody can be niggas, but females don't do that, man. If you know females like the chase, I, they like us the chase. I, so, that's what I'm saying. That's, that's what I'm saying. That's my point. Like, if communication is always at a friction and things like that, why do you? Why do? You, why that's communication though? That, that is, let's be real, yeah. Chris. That is communication. Like that's, bro. Like. One, I one just to piggyback off what your cousins are saying, bro. If your girl's cheating and you don't know, it's a surprise to you. Like, bro, that's you. You tripping, bro. I like, bro. Anybody should know when their girl is cheating, especially your girl. You know what I mean? Your girl. You know what I'm saying? That's yeah. how you can find and you know everything to you pillow talk to. You know what I mean? If she's like not taking a certain interest in what you're doing, bro, you should just know. And second, like, for real, for real, like, yeah, cheating sucks, but I'll really be hurt if someone cheated on me and more so connected with someone else more than me on a mental base, bro. Like, yeah. if you connected with someone else more than me mentally and you with them like this more than me, bro, then that's like, fuck. So, it is, it is different forms of cheating. It is different outcomes of things like that, but I see your cousin has something to say. Yeah, sometimes, like, you see how you said, like, if that person connected, like, more on a mental base, sometimes, like, she's really genuinely trying to connect with you that same way. But it's, it's for some reason, whatever probably going on on your end or whatever the case may be, you're not putting that time out for her to, like, get that or give that to you. And, or you're not giving it to her. So why would I sit here and keep trying to talk to you and you're not genuinely there for me or well, i don't feel like you're genuinely there for me that's true too like yeah it's a waste of time if you're talking to somebody who you feel like you need comprehending or understanding what you're saying because i do hate that shit. like i ain't about to sit here and talk to nobody who i feel like ain't really getting a whole grasp of what i'm saying yeah like what I wanted to say though, to Samik, you said that you're subliminally saying messages or saying, giving signals. My question was, why does it have to be subliminally though? Like we have these communication problems or whatever. And like you, you hate to have a communication where you feel like the other person's not getting it. Like you just said, Mike, why instead of just coming straight out and saying it, why does it have to be subliminal? because you establish such a relationship with the person that they're supposed to be mentally intuitive to your needs. I shouldn't have to tell you, oh, babe, I've been sitting at the office all day. I need a drink. My glass is empty. Not saying be my fucking servant, but hey, I see you've been at work all day. You know, here's a fresh shirt. You know, here's a sandwich. Like, it's just little things that you do in a relationship that you shouldn't have to ask for, that you can send signals for, like, um, Shuran Parks or, man, there was a long day at work, man, I'm hot. Like, it's just little things that you can say, subliminal messages that can get the point across without having to be too direct. Like, go get me a sandwich or I need a drink. <laughs> so that's how you use subliminal messages because you're supposed to understand the person's love language regardless. Yeah, love language is I mean, yeah. yeah, I mean, I could agree, but I would rather... You, you say communication is key, and then there's some things like, bro, I'm not going to read your mind every single Not every, point that yeah, you're saying. Like, yeah, I'm not. 
<laughs> not every time, but yeah, certain things. And sometimes, bro, I feel like they just don't want to hurt our feelings, bro. That's just yeah, it is, bro. Females, females, cause they know we got a pride thing. Yeah, you know, we don't want to be embarrassed. They know we, they gotta make sure we stay up. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. they want us to feel good. Cause bro, I swear to God, every female, bro, that's been with a man could probably crush our fucking dreams and tell us about, like, really yeah. tell us about ourselves. But yeah. they don't. They choose not to. So sometimes when they do give us little hidden messages, that's just them protecting us in the long run. That's true. Hey, look, Sami. We hear all these crazy stories about what dudes have done when they run a game, being a play and stuff like that. I want to know, though. I We don't hear too many of the crazy female stories. I want to know a crazy story that you got. What's going what's gonna to classify as crazy? So, all right, I'll give you an example for me. One, one time when I was in college, right? Huh? I said, I don't know if I want to say like the worst thing. I'll give you like. Not nah, don't don't say like names or nothing. We just want to know something crazy. I want to hear a female player story. Player, player. <laughs> I mean, there was a situation where I was a lot younger than I am now, and. I Wait, how 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 old are you now, and how old were you then? <laughs> I'm go. I'm 21 right now. I was 18 then. Alright, alright. Three years for the people, man. No, math ain't that great, but... So, I was in a situation where I was someone's girlfriend. And I had a, basically, another situation going on with somebody else. And that situation was longer so it was kind of like I got into a situation while already being in a situation the first person didn't care because I didn't it wasn't like that I was just it was something more there but the person that I got into the second relationship with was someone I was dating and with and I had met his mom and his sister <laughs> where he lived and I went to his state I drove five hours to see him and I broke up with him a week after that um I was I was a mess I was a mess back then but we basically broke up while one of my exes was trying to come to my room and I was trying to hurry up and get him out so the two didn't cross paths and he didn't see I was going who was going in my room while he was leaving type shit. So I was like, stay here, whatever, whatever. Like I'm about to go give my shirt to my friend because she needs it for gym. And so then I go downstairs to go curse him out because I'm like, I already told you I don't want to fuck with you. I was just like trying to be direct with it because he just wouldn't stop. So when I went back upstairs, he was like, well, who is that? And I'm just like, nobody, nobody, you know, because he heard somebody yelling downstairs. But um, I've just, I don't know. I've been a very mean person to a people <laughs> for no reason. <laughs> but everybody's had those times because I, I had my heart look broken for whatever that means in high school. And I was like, when I, fuck it. Like, I didn't, I wasn't having sex back then. So I was just like, well, you know, college, I'm gonna just wall out. And it just, it wasn't worth it in the long run. Like being, being with multiple people is too much to keep up with. 
Facts. Yeah. Yeah, that's when I had to like, stop that's... too. I, I told this on another yeah. episode. This white dude named Steven put me onto the realest stuff. So when I used to work at retail at Dick's Sporting Goods, I had a girl. I would keep her on the side like I was using her for everything. Like I was using her for money, rides, um, sex, everything. I was using her. Sugar mama. But look, so we're at, uh, but I would like mess with other women on the side. But we had working at Dick Sporting because we opened up another store in Charlottesville, Virginia. And so, you know, that's at UVA, University of Virginia. And so uva was right down the block so i was like yo let's go down let's go to uva go pick up the shorties he was like no nah, i got a girl i'm like bro so what i got a girl too what that mean let's go to uva go pick up the shorties and he's like he's like nah because if i do something now i have it in my head that she's doing something so when i'm out and i'm paranoid because she's doing something i feel like she's doing something because i'm doing something so i started cheating because of that i was like dang you're right he was like, yeah, because when I'm out and I get a girl number or something, I'm messing with this girl. Now I'm going back to the crib with her. And when I go see her, I'm mad of bucks because I'm doing something that I'm thinking she's doing something. And then he was like, and then when I'm texting these girls, he was like, now I got to hide my phone and all this stuff. I'm like, dang, I'll be having to do that, too. So after that, that's when I stopped cheating. I was like, oh, yo, this that's why I'm like acting crazy. Like I'm not acting myself because of what I'm doing. So that's when I stopped cheating. But look, I got a situation for you guys. I got a situation for each guest. Each guest is a different situation. I want to know, can attractive women and handsome men be truly, and I mean strictly platonic friends? Yes. Yes, absolutely. We definitely can. For a fact. What do you think? How? Because... Huh? You think people just can't stay off of each other just because you're sexually attracted to someone doesn't mean that mentally y'all have to take it there. Yeah, exactly. So that's yeah. So that's not that's not being strictly platonic in my eyes. Because if I'm going out, if I'm going out with a old ladies at the store, you know what I'm saying? You know, if if you're seeing your personality, you're seeing your personality like. I'm a flirt and I don't even do that shit on purpose. So sometimes like I'll be like, damn, my bad, I ain't even mean to flirt with you, you know? Like that's just me. So that that's a no then. If you consider yourself a handsome man, you going out with a handsome girl, you're not thinking about you a uh, pretty girl, my bad. You're not thinking about you're not thinking about hitting this jump. Like I've been out I have a lot of female friends and I I be thinking about hitting a lot of them, bro. I'd be like, nah, but I don't wanna but look, I'll be like, I'll be like I'd be like, yo, I don't want to mess up the friendship though. Because, like Mike, if I'm if I'm talking to you, I'm not gonna talk to you the same way I would this girl that's strictly platonic at a certain point in time. Oh uh, yeah. Hell no, not at all. Yeah. I feel Cause at a certain yeah. point in time, I'm gonna I'm gonna feel like, yo, like, I wanna see what she like. Like, even even if it is strictly platonic, you at times, this girl is telling you about what she's doing, right? And you like, yo. It's just where you at mentally, though. That's just where it's at, bro. Like, where you at mentally? Like, in your head, do you want to bust cheeks? Or in your head, you trying to just be cool? You about your money? Or it's just, it just be where you at, like. And it'd be also where your sex drive at, too. Because, like, you know, you niggas get up at age. Niggas be about their money sometimes, like, you know what I'm saying? Like. I think it's about the girl, though. I think it's about the girl. I don't even think it has to be. I mean, it can be about the mental life, but I know I know 50 years and 60 year olds that's still trying to, you know. It, it depends on how you play tonic. Like, how, how are you friends? How, like, through what avenue of life are you guys friends? Like, are you friends right. to work? That is true. Are you friends to church? 
are you friends through like I don't know chess club because you gotta like I mean I'm me all the damn time but you know you gotta keep a certain whatever level of respect depending on what you're doing and how your friends through it so like do they know each other through the bar or do they know each other like through the fucking library so it's just a difference yeah, but I think that mind I think in the mindset it always comes across though I think oh, it's yeah, no doubt. Yeah, like I'd be like, damn, like that ass is fat. Like exactly. So it's not going to stay strictly no, tonic then. But sometimes, but no, I'm not going to speak on that shit, bro. Sometimes somebody might think it don't necessarily yeah. mean they gonna act on it or anything like that. They're gonna just be kept on on you. Like, no, I'm saying, I'm saying, I'm not talking. I'm talking about mental is out too. Like you're not thinking about that. Like that's no. not a thought. Yeah, I had some. Yeah, cause some people be corny, bro. So you don't need to want some shit with them, bro. Just, they just be weirdos. Like I know this one girl in high school. You know what I'm saying? Like she was pretty, bro, but she was a straight. At, at our high school. Yeah, she was weird. Like, I know her. Super pretty. <laughs> oh, geez, she was, yeah, nigga, she was in our class. She graduated from our class. Oh, like, uh, no, I gotta hear about that joint. Oh, it, I gotta hear. It's weird, like she was pretty, but she just weird. And it's okay. There's some people out there that's just weird. And pretty. <laughs> that's cool. Janice, you look like you wanted to say something. No, I, I said what I had to say. It's basically just you can, you can find somebody attractive or have an attractive friend that doesn't necessarily mean that you're gonna just automatically go and jump on top of them or try to get with that or anything like that especially knowing for me like i'm i'm in a relationship um there's people men that yeah they look good okay but i'm not gonna sit here and just jump on them and be like oh maybe i can sit there and make them my friend i could do this and then maybe later on no i'm not gonna do that so you have just a thought these yeah exactly so the thought counts like these attractive dudes you're not thinking about them at all in any certain point if you and if you and such and such if you and such and such were to call it quits you're not thinking like yo i would probably hit such and such up not because at the same time i'm not the type of person i'm not somebody that necessarily goes to people that's one Two, it's like, if you're attractive, you're attractive, oh well. And then, I'm not even gonna lie, sometimes I'd be like, that person ain't never gonna think about me a day in their life. Like, I am that type of person sometimes, I'm not gonna lie about that. Cause, you know, at a point it's like, the attraction is probably right there, and I'm like, probably right there. At the same time, I'm still not gonna feel like I'm gonna go to them. Facts, feel you. So now, Janice, a couple of weeks ago, I did an interview on Ove TV, and during my interview, I explained why I hadn't had females on my podcast, and you responded with, they need to hear us, right? So I want to let you speak for your fellow friends out there. You're in a relationship now. What is something that you feel that men could do better in a relationship? I feel like actually like paying attention I feel, I feel like men can really pay attention to their spouse a lot more than they do because I feel like a lot of things that females like say or do for them goes over their head. And it's like, it doesn't get noticed. And then it's like, we try even harder for it to get noticed. And it's like, okay, now I'm doing too much and you're not putting that same effort in. So I feel like, yeah, try to notice the little things or even the big things that your girl do for you. I think like we pay attention, but 
I believe that we've been dogged or like we've been through situations that it's just hard to trust really everything or put your all into it. Cause I ain't gonna lie, I ain't trusting no hope. So I ain't gonna put my all into it and then feel like, yo, I done wasted my time with, I done wasted my time with this joint. Like, cause the men, like I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna front. Like a lot of men, like when they get dogged by a girl, they like, yo, I done spent $1,200 on this joint. I done took it out to the movies to a date. I done wasted my time, now she did all this. You know, so like yeah, they for the next girl, you can't think you can't think like that for the next girl. For the next girl, it has to be a clean slate because now you have all these like interpretations about a female, and that's not genuinely her personality. It could have been the other girl personality. Yeah, and she's not like that. But now you done messed up that relationship with the new girl because you had those other previous thoughts. You, so you, you can't right. want the re- relationship like that. You right, but that's hard to do. That's hard as hell to do. It is hard. It really is hard to do. It is hard to do. But at the same time, if you know she's a whole, it's always the same. You can't turn the whole into a housewife. Yeah. Make it look like it though, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, what's the biggest myth from a female standpoint in a relationship? A biggest myth? Like, how would you like? How? What do you mean by that exactly? So like females don't do this or like females need to do this more. They be complaining too much or they be crying too much or like they don't put enough effort. Like what do you think is the biggest myth? Like for guys, there's always myths or whatever that girls say about guys. Like you just said that we don't pay attention. Like to some people, like they may say, nah, we pay attention. Y'all just don't be like Samik said, she say it. Uh, she don't like come out straight about it. She subliminally says it. Like it's we pay attention. Y'all just not saying what y'all need to say. Like I can't read mine, so you know stuff like that. What do you think the biggest myth is? Okay, uh, there's two to me. For one, reading mine, like I said, there's always things that they put out there. So it's like it's out there. So you should know for a fact. So you should know those things for a fact because you put it out there, and she's trying to show it to you. Um, another thing would be emotions. A lot of people say females have to like get very emotional. Females have a point. Like I know for a fact, it goes. I go through three stages until I start probably boiling down, crying and stuff like that. <laughs> but I, <laughs> yeah, what are these three like, stages? What are these three stages you go through? Okay, it's like okay. First, I'm gonna talk to you calm, right? I'm gonna be very calm with you. I'm going to try to get my point across and everything like that. If I feel like you ain't listening, um, then I'm going to get rowdy. I'm going to get all up in this. Then next thing you know, if rowdy don't work, then I'm going to end up crying. Like, you're not hearing me. <laughs> <laughs> you're not hearing me out at all. So it's like, why do I have to go through all these stages? And then you want to come out and tell me, oh, you not even trying to have a real communication. You just you just yelling and all. Yes, I was. I was just talking to you about it, and then you didn't hear me out. So now I have to go through different stages for you to realize what I'm trying to say to you. And y'all are from New York, though. I I I, I forget y'all from New York. Most <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> 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 yeah, the, we get to and talk. I'm sorry. I'm just. <laughs> All right, but fin- finish your point. So after you get to the, you after you go through your three stages, what happened? After, like I said, after I go through my st- three stages, I start boiling down crying. Probably, like if you don't, if you didn't get through all of, the, if you didn't get me through what I just went through, 
I'm gonna start crying because it's like I've been with you. I'm trying to really get it through to you because I genuinely care about our relationship. And you're still not getting it and I want this to work out. And this is why I'm bringing it to your attention because I want it to work out. So if you're not trying to hear it out and I'm bringing it to your attention and this is what's gonna build or help our relationship, I feel like at that point, you don't care for the relationship enough to try to fix what happened. I think that's where it goes through. But I think a lot of dudes, like, I think we care. We just have to, a lot of dudes just have to be taught how to love. Like, we, especially as as black men, we're taught to, like, have multiple women. We're taught to, like, when you go out, it's like, how many girls you done hit? How many numbers you got? You got a girlfriend? Well, and then in the rap songs, they're like, I got a girlfriend and a mistress. So we're taught to have, like, multiple women, and we're not taught to love. So then when it comes down to this one female, now we got to know how to love all of a sudden. We got to know how to be with this one chick. Like, we don't know how to do that if we've been cultured this way the whole time. So, I mean, you got a question or something? If you are learning all you have to learn from rap music and what other people say about love and how you should treat a woman, then I'm calling your mom. That went over your head. I'm saying it's a culture. So as a culture, that's what we're taught. But that doesn't matter. As a culture, you have to understand that certain things are just what they are. Culture. That's what people believe. And then you have to understand for yourself. You don't follow everything Bro, that people do. In let me let me let me bring it to you this way. So if you're in the hood, right? If you're in the hood and you out, you go outside, you see a certain scenario every day. This is what you see. How are you supposed to know to do one other thing that you've never been taught? If this is what you know your life. That's part of being an adult. That's part of healing. That's part of you. So you see things that when you're younger, right? I've seen people get beat. I've seen people, you know, that's just, but you, you got to learn as an adult that that's the correct way. Okay. So they might not have gotten to that adult standpoint yet. Bro, but when is enough? What age is enough? Right. Like what age are you trying to make enough? Because at 16, I was looking up stuff on how to heal from traumas that people have put themselves through like how to heal other people like there's a lot that you can do for other people by just learning yourself so that you don't have to put all that out on somebody that's you though the average 16 year old not doing that i mean but it's also go ahead it's also i feel like it's also a point of because some dudes okay some dudes have moms they have sisters and all of that right and they will give their mother and their sister the world, right? But then throw the female out bad. Like, yeah, why that's is true. That? Why is that if you would give your mother and your sister the world and you would never want, even your daughter, you would never want anybody to harm them? That's when to, I uh, think that uh, d- the daughter standpoint, I think, is when a lot of dudes realize it. When they have a daughter, that's when they more so realize it. Some Be- of them still don't. Because some of them do, but some of them still don't, and it's sad. Yeah, but the daughter, cause like now it's like that becomes. I, I don't have no kids. I don't got no daughter, but they say like that becomes their like prized possession. Mike, why are you laughing so hard? <laughs> no, she's right. Cause I mean, I, I have my daughter who I love. I'm posting on Snap. See, uh, yeah. yeah so then it's like then it's like they start to think like I don't want no dude to dog my daughter how I dug these other girls. 
ain't worried. I see me. I ain't worried about that, bro. Did you know why, nigga? Because everybody gets their fucking heart broken, nigga. <laughs> it's just this drug that's called love that we can't get enough of, bro. And it is what it is. So the best thing I can do is just prepare my daughter for this bullshit that's out here. Whether she wanna be straight, gay, trans, vet, I don't know when she's gonna be a tree. Whatever the case may be, I'm gonna just prepare for that shit because, bruh, I done got my heart broke. My mom done got her heart broke. My sisters done got her. You done got your heart broke. I know you two done got your heart broke. Nigga, everybody get their heart broke. Nigga, even Rihanna get her heart broke. <laughs> nigga, Jay Z done broke Beyonce. So I feel like motherfuckers should stop trying to be so fucking uptight and walk around like they got a wedgie. And just fucking be open-minded about shit. Like, be more realistic about shit. Like, Absolutely. You know what I mean? That's why I ain't on social media as much, bro. Because that shit be so fake, bro. Like, love. And I, that's... Yeah. And when you was... And just to touch on that shit, because you were saying, like, y'all speaking about the culture and what's around us and why we do some of the things we do because we hear some of the shit we hear. It's real from social media, bro. I be feeling like that's why the younger generation... I don't mean to sound like an old head because I'm going to be 28 next month. Yeah. You know? Happy birthday to me. But yeah, happy yeah. birthday. Clap that clap that up. Yeah, Mike, happy birthday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Big twenty eight nigga, you know. Um, but they see what they see. Monkey do monkey. Yeah, that, that's my point. That's the point I was making. Yeah. But on that point, you know what I'm saying? But at a certain age, niggas should just get a grip, bruh, and realize what the fuck's up, bruh. Yeah, I'm not saying like so my point was like like you just said, social media, that's what they see, so that's what they do. But everybody matures at a different age. So just because somebody, one dude might have matured at 16, 18, that don't mean the next dude, he may mature when he 28, 32, you know? So people mature at a different age. But at the same time, these same dudes that's saying here, that's doing what they do to females, they be the same dudes that's saying here posting, oh, that would be nice if I had a girl to do this, that, and that, and third, fourth. And then... Nah, you're right. I don't got nothing to say about that. So, you can't even really say that. Like, you you know what you want, but you still doing this. Yeah, true. you're done at that point. Like, I don't have no type of respect. I wouldn't even want to be in a relationship with you if you're thinking like that. Bro, that should be hard, bro. Sometimes I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna lie to you though. Sometimes a nigga, we just got it good. Sometimes on both ends, and we yeah. get greedy. I ain't gonna lie to you. Like it just be that way. We selfish. Like greed is one of the deadliest sins. And yeah. We be fucking. I know for me, like one thing, like I don't see myself getting married because I don't like consistency. Like I like change. So like I get over women quick. I get an example, like my sophomore year, I took to about 13, about 13 girls in one year. And I was just cutting them off because like at a certain point in time, like I got tired of them. Like I I told Mike off camera the other day, like I cut one girl off just because she had a bruise on her leg. Like, (laughs) so, I mean, that it it could just be like, you know, it could just be within the person. Huh? It could be that there's something wrong with you. (laughs) Nigga, Chris might need some uh, therapy sessions, man. I just don't. I, I don't know. I just don't. Just take the right. I don't. I don't trust women either, though. Like I don't know. I can't. Which brings me to this. I want to know. Samik and I had a question for you, Janice. Listen. So I didn't forget about this. We wanted you to convince us why relationships are worth it. Because like I said, I ain't trusting no hoe. <laughs> Niggas don't know. Knee pants. I wouldn't. Yeah. I would never. 
You said what? Wait, wait, wait. Samik, you said what? I said they don't keep their wee wee in their pants. They don't, you know. <laughs> I don't, there's no reason. There's no reason for it. They all lie. They all lie. So, just don't do with it long term. Niggas do be lying, bro. About dumb shit. They be lying about dumb shit. Women lie too. Men lie. Women lie. Numbers don't lie. Everybody lie. But Janice, why? Why is this relationship it? Listen, I know, like, relationships is it for the simple fact. I don't have time for the games. If you're gonna be there, be there. Like, don't sit here and come in and out, and I have to guess and wonder. Don't do that. Don't act like, and you have some dudes that sit there and act like they want to be in something and then just disappear the next day or whatever. No, I want I want somebody that's gonna be there. And the best thing about a relationship, like sometimes you don't have that emotional support with other people or family members or whatever the case may be. I, me and my man, we build together. We, like if I'm on this point, like these are my thoughts and this is my what I want to do and he's on another point, you know, we working together. Oh, I know how to do this. I'm going to help you with that. If he don't know how to do it, and I know, I'm going to help you. If I don't know and he know, I'm going to help you. And we build together, and then we're going to make this this whole dynasty, this empire together, and you know? And that's where you have these powerful couples come in. Like, What you think, you Papoose and R- Remy Ma or something? Like. It's, not even <laughs> just, it's not even just a fact of that is like that's what everybody wants but y'all don't have that mindset of in order for me to get this let's build together because some people come into it and they the girl is all the way advanced she got everything but then the dude want to feed off the girl thinks she could help him but really he he don't want to do nothing for himself that all you have where the girl wants stuff from the man and the man already got the money i'd rather be at the same level when we work on it together like i'd rather that very much than me just giving and offering and stuff like that heard you that's just how i feel but you young though so like how you know like like how long you been you say you've been in your relationship like three years right i've been in my relationship for like Three years in my mouth, yes. All right, so, but you you still young. You still got a lot to experience, like Kodak Black say. I'm young and I got that lot to experience, right? <laughs> but, so how do you know, like, you're putting in all this time to one man and then at the end, like, tomorrow's not just going to go left? Listen, me, with my relationship, me and my man, we've known each other since kindergarten. That's oh. one. Oh, damn. Yeah. <laughs> So we've been friends before anything. So, but you're only twenty. I understand but that. You know, but you know, that's her whole life. She went. <laughs> that's big, right? That's another story, right? So it's like I've known things and I've seen things, and he knows things, and he's he's seen things, and you know, I've been through a previous situation where, you know, my my best friend and the person I was dealing with, you know, kissed or whatever, and they had their own situation. I don't want to deal with you after that. Then I have it. I had another point where, you know, I wasn't trying. I'm. I wasn't trying to have sex or anything like that. But what happened? This person wanted it, but he he got it from somebody else and thought I wasn't gonna find out. Like, I don't want to keep dealing with stuff like that. And I know 
that Juan Liz has my best interest. And, you know, I hope this is the one. I really do. I feel like this is. I know I'm young and I might sound crazy, but, you know, that generally in my heart, that's how I feel. Yo, could you imagine them getting married, Samik? Like, they've known each other since kindergarten. They, they're they only 20. <laughs> but, look, if they spend the rest of their life together, they've been together for, like, 70 years. <laughs> Girl, that's a lot of soul. Soul. You're a kindred soul. You only find that once in a lifetime. So, if that's y'all, then more power to you. Like, I wish the best. Like, honestly, like, I want that shit to work for you. Because I understand the pros of it, but it's just a lot of people don't have that same mindset as y'all. And... Like you said, niggas want to feed off of people or they want to half-ass give themselves. So we just, Chris and I feel like the people don't have as much to offer as they put up, you know? Yeah. So we serial date or serial see people. Yeah, they got some serial daters, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I've, I've got a feel of, of him and everything, yeah. and I know a lot about him. So that's why I feel like this is something that definitely is going to work. So it's not like it's somebody I just met and then, you know, we met through Facebook or we met at a social or whatever. I genuinely know this person. So I care for him, like, deeply. And I want to see nothing but the best for him. Mm. And I know he feels the same way about me. Mm. Speak to him. Oh, the girl's in love. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, did she convince you that relationship is worth it? Not at all. <laughs> not at all. Damn. Listen, like I said, it takes the right one. It's not, you know, nobody, nobody's going to have that same exact story as me. Yeah. Right, nobody will. That's okay. You got to understand. They've known each other their whole life. I don't have any niggas I my whole life that I would want to marry. Yeah, me neither. Right. Like, you know how some people... Totally yeah, you know how some people, they'd be like, yeah, I wonder if I met who I... I wonder if I met already who I want to marry or who I married or, like, I've known this person since we were kids. We went our separate ways and then we end up getting back together. Like, I don't know nobody like that either. That's... <laughs> <laughs> like, nah, that's for the birds. <laughs> but that's... Listen, we, we grew up... We grew up, like, right down the block from each other, went to the same school and everything. Like, you know, that's a, like, I'm not going to say it's a Brooklyn story, but, like, you know, that's going to be my Brooklyn story. Yeah, the Brooklyn love story. Brooklyn love story. <laughs> Wait, so your Wait. whole team got to be flowers going out the conk? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> but, like I said, it takes the right person, and I feel like, you know, if you really actually come out with that clean slate and start off with that clean slate, like you'll find out if that's the right person because sometimes you really do lose on out on that person i have people that hit me up before and be like oh your man is so lucky to stand the third what i would give to like i have the people hit me up but you know you lost out you missed out and all of that like you know (laughs) yeah i'm not giving you nothing or anything like that because i'm happy where i'm at Mm. She where the where the love resides. Where the love resides. Where the love yeah, resides. Where the love resides. <laughs> <laughs> now, Mike, I had to adjust the ladies first, right? What's but up, bro? Yeah. You say you a lover, lover. You like Chris, lover, lover. <laughs> I, I am a lover, man. I feel you, but I hear these stories that say otherwise, man. These people telling, saying that they learned the game from you, man. So when did this player stuff? When did this kick in? When, when did this happen for you? Man, I honestly don't know what you're talking about. None of this playing shit. I feel you, though. Like, I mean, I did have, like, I mean, when when I was in high school, 
before I got married and everything, I did speak to a lot of females. I did have some crazy ass shit pop off. But I don't know. I feel like I just be me. You know what I mean? And then I feel like some people just, I guess, copy a little bit of my style. And I guess maybe put their own little twist on it. But I don't know, bro. I just... I just keep it real, like, even when I was, like, seeing multiple females, I don't say multiple females, but different females, like, I tell the female, like, hey, I'm not really trying to be in no relationship, and either the female respected or they didn't respect me, if they didn't respect it, then that was cool, if they did, then that was cool as well, but, um, I don't know, I just always try to be, you know, upfront, honest. That's what every player say, that's what every player say, I know it. But niggas don't, niggas don't do it, though. I'm telling you, niggas, niggas say that, but niggas don't do it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So, and I feel like females can respect, not even females, but anybody can respect it more when you up front. Yeah. And then you give them a chance, you know what I mean? Because if you a real cool-ass person, a person might not even want you for sex or anything. They might just want to kick it with you and then yeah. sex and come after that. You feel me? So, yeah. I don't know. I'm a dope-ass individual. That's why niggas just fuck with me, period. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. Yeah, talk your stuff. They was lying. What what what's something you might have done that they lying about then, bro? Like I mean I ain't do no shit. Nah, I mean shit bro, how do I not like incriminate myself or anybody? Um <laughs> Nah, man. Anybody tell you anything is lying, like legit. I don't know what else. <laughs> so there ain't nothing that you did that somebody might not dog you out about. Nah, man, I'm really thinking, like, nah, I mean, I'm pretty sure, like, everything I did was, you know, was out there. Not, like, out there, because my shit don't be out there. I'm really low-key, but, you know, I ain't never lie, you know? Yeah. I'm straight on my shit, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah. So, now, you said you have some wild stories, and I've heard some of them, but for you, what is the wildest thing you've ever done? Bro, it was probably, like... Alright, so it's just one female. I really feel bad for her, bro. I really do. <laughs> but um, shout out to her though. Like she's doing really well in life. I be trying to like reach out just to say what's up, but it's cool. I probably won't want to speak to me again. But um <laughs> But like I know, like she was good peoples, you know what I mean? But it was like two occasions where like a female bust in the house on her, you know what I'm saying? And it wasn't my uh, current wife, all right? My current wife was not any of these females, okay? Um, but it was one situation. This was, like, the year after I graduated high school. I had moved to Woodbridge. I was going to Nova Community College with Nick Zaluzny, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Boy, back from high school. Yeah. Roommates and shit. We was throwing all kind of wild, crazy parties and shit, but... uh. The girl was over, and then there was another girl that I was talking to, or somewhat, or whatever the fuck you want to call it, but, like, me and the girl was in the bed sleep, bro, and I don't know what the fuck happened or what made this girl feel like she needed to drive from all the way she where she was. busted in the room on you? Like, on some, like, <laughs> she busted in the room on you? My nigga, my, my foster brother Christian, his dumb ass, um, he was staying the night. And I guess he like looked through the peephole and was just like, okay, I know who this is. So he let her in. And I'm just like, nigga, like, what is you doing, bro? Yo, like, shorty pulled a Faith Evans like, on you? <laughs> bro, she pulled up, bro. So I'm like, sleep. And then I looked up, bro. I just put the blanket right back over my head. And then, yeah, after that, they ain't get to fighting or nothing. You know, because shorty wasn't dumb. She wasn't gonna fight the other girl. Like, let's just be real. She wasn't gonna do it. 
But I was just like, man, this is some really embarrassing shit right now. Like, this is some shit that I never thought that would happen to me because I kept my shit together, you know what I mean? And that shit humbled the fuck out of me, you know what I mean? It's some shit that really humbles the fuck out of you when you be when you be just in the mix doing too much. Yeah. Just, like, trying to keep up with all the people you speaking to. Bro, that shit's annoying as fuck. Yeah. Nobody want to live like that. Yeah. You living like you got 12 kilos in the basement, <laughs> nigga. You know what I mean? <laughs> fuck that shit. Start racing a mile a minute every day. Heck yeah. You always got to watch your back and your shoulder. <laughs> you got to check the rear view mirror every time. Hey, you got to, you got to drive different routes every time. So is that, is that when you stop? Like when Shorty pulled the little fake, uh, Faith Evans on you? Hell no, nah, I ain't stopped it. It was one of the times when I thought about it. I damn sure did think about it, though. I, was like, I can't keep living like this. But no, nah, I ain't stopped after that. But no, nah, I think I stopped when I moved to Richmond. That's when I really like was just like, all right, I'm cool in it. Word, yeah, word. For the most part. So now, yeah, man. listen, like, this is my family here, right? My family's predominantly from New York, where it's, it's like, it's like blacks and Hispanic stuff like that. Sterling is where I was like, that's my childhood. There's a lot of foreigners there. We talked about this on air. There's a lot of foreigners there. There's Indians, Ethiopians. I mean, you got your Spanish, blacks and whites, but it's not like predominantly as, you know, the other races and stuff like that. Huh? Hispanic. Not Spanish, Hispanic. All right, Hispanic. There you go, you happy? Politically correct. <laughs> All right, so now. Spanish is a language. Then, um, you're from the same, like a similar background, right? But how did hanging with the crowd of like white people become comfortable for you as a like how it was with black people? Because for me, like that was like a culture shock for me. Bruh, it definitely was like different. Like I remember, bruh, I'm, bruh, I remember driving from. Alexandria to like Fredericksburg and back then when I you know when you don't know where the fuck you going it always seems longer yeah exactly yeah that drive felt like years and then I'm seeing like farm animals and shit (laughs) cows and shit and I'm a city boy man so I was seeing this shit for the first time and now I look back Fredericksburg is only like two and a half hours maybe you know three from alexandria but bro that shit didn't seem like it so when i got to fredericksburg bro it take you two and a half hours to drive from fredericksburg to alexandria driving the speed limit chris i'm pretty sure bro but it takes me like a it takes me less than an hour bro Depending on traffic and shit. Yeah, if yeah, if traffic, if traffic, it's yeah. Damn lot, nigga. You ain't driving from no motherfucking Fredericksburg to Alexandria in no hour, nigga. You yes, you are, bro. If there's no traffic, it take nigga. I used to commute from Woodbridge to Fredericksburg every day to work at stupid ass CarMax. They fired me because I called this nigga Charlie a bitch ass <laughs> nigga who deserved it. <laughs> Whatever, fuck CarMax, bro. <laughs> but anyways, in that commute, nigga, was an hour, bro. So I know damn well you ain't driving the motherfucking first. Bro, you must have been, you must have been going like with the traffic or something. It don't take me that long. Uh, you was going the speed limit. I don't know. I'll be speeding. Nigga, too. I wasn't even driving at the time. But anyway, <laughs> it felt long as shit. Yeah. Like I told you, when you don't know where you're going, it yeah. feels long. Um, but yeah, when I came there though, and I just started kicking it. 
uh, you know, it was different. It was a different scenery because, you know, up north, it's like at that time, it was more like, I want. I don't want to say like gang related and sound like stupid saying that or corny saying that shit, but like it was legit though. Like where you from type shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that's how it was up there. So when I came to first birds, it wasn't even like that, bro. Like memes wasn't even talking about which street they was from, what side of the neighborhood they was from. It was literally like not even like that. So you know, nigga let his guard down a little bit, and then you know where I'm from, we don't really talk to white people. You know? Yeah. Don't do that. Unless, you know, you're in, like, a sporting activity with them. But yeah. here, I mean, at Fredericksburg, it was friendly as shit. Shout out to my best friend, Darby, because she was, like, the first white person to approach me. And she just low-key, like, took me under her wing, introduced me to all the folks. And it was cool. I'm not saying, like, I was like, yo, all white people are great, because, you know, not everybody's still great, you know, even black folks. But... Best believe in Fredericksburg, though, racism is there. So I was definitely well, well aware at the same time yeah like to your point because like you probably you put me on to that because if like the people didn't play sports or they weren't from the same areas like i feel like we had nothing in common and then like coming from like you know city areas it's like they're they try to it's when you're going in the school especially when they talk about history they try to make them seem superior and like they always put them in these higher class positions than us and things like that. So after I started getting cool with the girls, like the white girls and stuff like that, and they started being in my classes, you know, I'm trying to cheat off them or whatever. And like they're coming up with answers that I would have came up with, or it's like a dumb answer. I'm like, yo, like, I'm I could really hang with these people. Like I'm smarter than them, or I'm as smart as these people. Right. I just didn't I just didn't apply myself in school. But I'm like, yo, they these people ain't as superior as they try to make them seem. Bro, Fredericksburg really taught me, like, I could, like, not, like, on no cornball shit, but legit, like, you, you, if, like, you really apply yourself, bro, you can really do whatever you want to do. Like, yeah. Now, you know, funny shit, and it's just crazy, because, like, that shit was a whole different side. Like, I was telling you, like, where I'm from, we used to, like, niggas, like, trying to make rent, making sure a light bill do. Yeah. And their problems are something completely different. Yeah. Tommy's worried about his goddamn daddy making a home for Christmas. <laughs> you know what I mean? And they don't have enough money for Billy to come home for Christmas, you know? Because yeah. they had to pay the goddamn grandmother's fucking DWI charges because she fucking drinks too much and drop like, you know what I mean? So yeah. it's just... It, or they smoking twist. too much pot or something like that and you know they got yeah, that bro, yeah crazy. And, like, and it just shows me like bro we really like not saying like we're all like the exact same but we all the same in the sense of like we all have our own fucking issues and problems so like not to talk about politics like that but even like when it comes to politics and the sense of like everybody really disagreeing with each other when we all just ultimately want the same thing. Yeah. And that's just to fucking live and coexist and take care of our family and progress at the same time. So when you really think about it, like it's just fucked up. Like the whole view on like a whole bunch of shit. Like the way we look at shit. Like when it comes down to even white and black. My bad. I'm I'm well rounded. My bad. I know I be rambling and shit. But the whole view of even when it comes to white and black, it sucks. Like, I had to come to Fredericksburg to really learn that shit. Like, I dealt with racism up north, but it wasn't like it was in Fredericksburg. Yeah. Because it was like, oh, let, let us take you in type shit. But then it'd be like some backward shit, you know what I mean, in your face. And like me, exactly. I don't never let that shit fly. So 
my white boys already knew what time it was, and they knew if they had white boys from another school, like, all right, well, don't bring them niggas around Michael because he ain't going for that shit, you know? Yeah. So. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but, uh, and so, shout, shout out to both of them. That's my nigga. Yeah, all of them. Bova, Ryan Newton, uh, yeah. Nick Zaluzny, all of them dudes. And um, you even, because like, like you even said, it's coming down here, you see a lot more white people and then so you're being exposed to a lot more like Republicans and stuff like that. So you get, you see like the different views and it's like, oh, dang. But even stuff like you uh, even supporting or, you know, wearing your shirt. I remember you used to wear like ACDC and I'm like, yo, who are they? Like even to the wardrobe, like I used to come to school. I don't know if you remember, I used to have like the, the Sean John G-Unit jumpsuits and all that. I used to have like the polo and all that. And you introduced me to like the Hollister and like the Amber Carmby and Fitch and all the white boy stuff. And my parents was loving it because they was like, yo, this stuff is less expensive. I don't got to go to DTLR anymore. <laughs> Uh, I think that was just, you know, just a trend, like, and I was, I was, like, telling my friends, I remember I was telling D this a while ago, my boy D, like, you know, when you up north from, like, you know, that's the, you know, I'm right there in Alexandria, right next to D.C., like, yeah. 15 minutes I'd be in D.C., like, that's, you know, DMV, like, that's the center of DMV, so, Fredericksburg do get a lot of shit late. So, like, even during high school, bro, like, I was able to go up there, get some shit, come back. Niggas would be late. I'd be able to put niggas on the shit. Like, niggas wasn't even, like, wearing Nike boots when it was popping. I knew a couple niggas that was wearing Nike boots, like, my niggas act niggas and shit, because he was hip. But niggas weren't wearing North Faces like that. The white kids was wearing North Faces just because they be taking ski resorts and shit yeah. like that. So they got the jackets, but niggas wasn't really doing it. So, like, when I did come, it was just, I guess, like... Just my style from where I was from. But it just, it, it slowly but surely made its way down to Fredericksburg. A lot of things too, like you have spoke on like people being like gang related or whatever up north. I felt like the thing when I first moved down here, I felt like it was a lot of people fronting. Like they were trying to front like they're from D.C. Like there is times where people move from D.C. and move down to the south or whatever. But I feel like it was a lot of people that was fronting like they was hard or from the city or like they was game related. And that was something that I didn't really like when I moved down here either. Yeah, bro. Like, I, and that's why, like, it was, I'm not saying like, because there is some niggas in, you know, in the Fredericksburg area. Yeah, I'm not saying all of them, but like, yeah. You know, that's really about it. But it was hard for me to come to Cortland because any <laughs> nigga in Cortland... You know what I'm saying? That at that time, you know, um, besides my nigga Deontay Jones, rest in peace, and my, my foster brother Trey. But any nigga, and, you know, in Cortland at, at the time that I was going, that was trying to claim that they was some type of gang member, I just couldn't take it seriously. Because where I came from, bro, MS-13 was literally flooding the streets, bro. Yeah. Like, literally, like, niggas was walking to school with machetes. Niggas was really getting chopped up in the bathroom, getting poked. <laughs> Niggas really punk cutting the teachers up. So, like, I come from that to, like, coming from, <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean, the, the Portland, where the teachers are like, hey, it's hey, no basketball Yeah, Samik look, Samik look, she look like, what? <laughs> hey, bro, like, Not like, the bro, like, real shit, look up MS-13, yeah. bro, real shit. When I was in the fifth grade, I used to, I used to be bad. But I used to get in a lot of fights and, like, steal and stuff like that. But I would get, like, slapped on the wrist because I was a safety patrol. But I was cool with all the Hispanic boys there, right? And it was like, yo, like, Chris, we like how you rock. Like, this dude was like, yo, you trying to join our gang? I was like, bro, hell no. <laughs> yo, that's something that they're trying to do a black dude. Like, yo, I was like, yo, you was crazy, bro. I ain't joining. I said, yo, if my mom, I told him, I, I, I was like, yo, 
dead ass. I said, yo, if my mom's found out about that, bro, she is beating my ass. Like, no, sir. <laughs> <laughs> that shit, that shit, you know. Like, I, I was not, I was not with none of that, you know. Like, nah, nigga, I'm good on that shit. But yeah, that's why I really like, bro, that's really why when I came to Portland, though, it was really hard for me to take a lot of, like, gangs and niggas trying to be thugs serious. Like, yeah. it's so hard. And then, like, like I told you, bro, it was all these random ass fights. Like, niggas just fighting in the hall. It's early, bro. It's 7 30 in the yeah, morning. Before nigga, breakfast. <laughs> nigga, niggas trying to eat breakfast. Nigga, I just got apple juice out the vending Fighting, bro. I just, oh, oh. I just woke up. I'm just getting my eyes open for real. <laughs> So like that shit used to be crazy, bro. So yeah. Yeah. All right, man. That just about does it. I'm gonna holler at you guys the next time you pay that cell phone bill, that Wi-Fi bill. We out of this piece. <laughs> y'all want to give y'all social media? Uh, my Instagram is J A Y Y Underscore Dot Follow me there. You don't want to give your your little your brand your uh. Oh, most definitely, most definitely. Yeah, you slipping, so, yo. You know. <laughs> so, I have a cosmetic brand for lip glosses and eyelashes. It's called um, Aphrodite Makovich. So, you can go follow that on my Instagram. So, anytime you need, listen, my product is good. You could taste the flavors all of that. You know, if you're kissing your man or your boyfriend or whatever I have, you know, he's going to taste the flavor and keep wanting to go, too. So, good, you know. <laughs> So, Miki, you want to get your social media? No, I don't have social media. Oh, good. Real nigga shit. I ain't got social media. I ain't got social media neither. She lying, though. Oh, for real? Oh, that's fucked up. But, Mike, yeah. She was right, though. She is real incognito. That's how I be. Yeah. That's exactly how I be. But look, so go check out my YouTube channel. You can search that at Chris S. Miller's Rant or just hit the link in the description, bu- description below. Can't talk right now. <laughs> I just dropped a new interview with Miss Chris and I didn't forget the dollar sign. She rose to fame for with her ooh, she wildin' freestyle and made world star. She's the first artist that I've seen with a goat in her music video. Before Lil Baby, before Rollo Rodriguez. So you got to check that out. Follow my Instagram, Chris period Miller underscore underscore. Twitter, Chris Miller 05. We out. They can't see the peace signs, y'all. Like, you got to say something. Yeah, but you know. Was, wait, did you already say bye already? Uh, that you, was dope. Right. Hey, yeah. I, didn't know you was doing a, I didn't know you was doing an interview with her, bro. I know exactly what you're talking about. Right. Oh, you did? You so, do? Yeah. How'd you end up getting an interview with her?